0: This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for Rosary Sunday, the 7th of October. Well, since the year 1571, the first Sunday of October has been designated Rosary Sunday, and the 7th of October is the feast of the Most Holy Rosary. The origin, the backdrop for this was the incursion of the turkish islamic forces upon europe and saint pope pius V asked the entire catholic world to unite in praying the holy rosary for the protection of europe and for deliverance from the invaded forces and it was at the famous battle at the gulf of lepanto that the turkish forces were repelled and the victory on that occasion was ascribed to the intercession of Our Lady, invoked through the praying of the Holy Rosary across our continent. But of course the power of the prayer of the Rosary goes back much earlier. In 1214, Saint Dominic was engaged in a crusade against the Albigensian heresy in France. This particular religious error and heresy preached a hatred of the body and all things fleshy. I've always thought it would be rather difficult for such an error to catch on nowadays, but nonetheless it was quite popular back in the day. The Albigensians believed that they needed to be delivered from their bodies and they went about doing this by all kinds of amazing things such as starving themselves to death in extreme cases. Our Lady appeared to St Dominic in that year 1214 and held out to him the rosary saying this Is the weapon by which you are going to overcome all evil and heresy in Europe at this time. So since that day the rosary has been prayed as a very powerful prayer but why is the rosary considered so powerful and one of the most important non-liturgical prayers? well not just because it's been asked for by our blessed lady so often whenever she's appeared in recent times she's always asked us to pray the rosary not just because of that but because it is a prayer which has as its basis the gospel the prayers the our fathers the hail mary's are deeply scriptural and the mysteries themselves upon which we meditate are those that we find in the gospel that constant repetition Of the prayers whilst meditating on the lives of Jesus and Mary provide a wonderful means of praising the Blessed Trinity, that constant music, if you like, going up to the Most High while we reflect on the mysteries of our Lord's life. The 20 mysteries of the Rosary, which we now have, in a sense make up a picture gallery of gospel miniatures. And whilst offering this prayer for so many intentions, we never tire of finding new riches, of plumbing new depths in the prayer and in the reflections. Of course, the popes of modern times have endorsed the rosary with great fervour. Saint Pope John Paul II said it was his favourite prayer. Pope John XXIII, whose feast it is this week, used to remind people about the importance of the rosary, even when they found it tedious and boring and when they got distracted and when they gave up praying the rosary because of those distractions he would say the worst rosaries are the ones that don't get prayed and then just last weekend our Holy Father Pope Francis asked the church to pray the rosary with renewed fervour and vigour in these turbulent times and he added pray the prayer to St Michael the Archangel at the end of the rosary because his powerful prayer and intercession Is all-important for the Church in our times. Well in our own parish we are going to pray a decade of the Holy Rosary before each weekday Mass and we'll end the Mass during October with praying the Hail Holy Queen and the prayer to St Michael the Archangel. On a personal note it's a great joy and comfort to know that the Rosary is prayed often in our own parish. It's prayed every day in the Church after Holy Mass. And every other week, a group of young mothers pray the rosary for the intentions of the parish in their mother's group. It's always been the rosary that has aided the church in any time of crisis. And combined with our own personal holiness, this is the antidote for the crises, the turbulence that we are experiencing in the church at the present time. The famous French spiritual writer of the last century, George Bernanos, expresses it wonderfully when he says, The only way of reforming the church is to suffer for her. The only way of reforming the visible church is to suffer for the invisible church. The only way of reforming the vices of the church is to lavish on her the example of one's most heroic virtues. Let's ask ourselves, if this is what we are doing, are we really heeding the call of our Blessed Lady, renewed at Lourdes and Fatima, the call of a mother, beckoning us to come back to Jesus, to convert, to begin again with that inner conversion of ourselves, that interior purification by which not only we will become saints ourselves, but we will make the Church the Holy and beautiful body of Christ for the world to see. Let us pray. Pour forth. We beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ, thy Son, was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ, our Lord. Amen. Queen of the Most Holy Rosary, Pray for us.